Welcome, everybody. Episode 155 of the Thumbstick Athletes Podcast. I'm your host, Dan. American Will. Corey's not with us. We're actually recording really early on a weekday. It's kind of, it feels weird. I love it. I do too. I, I do too. It's I, nice. It makes me want to drink more. Okay. So I had already purchased beer prior to my celebratory reasons, but. You yeah. want, do you want to talk about that now or do you want no, to talk no, about it? During my week. During, during your week. But, uh,. It feels weird, but it's it's nice. To I like record. it when it's light out and like yeah. we'll still be able to do something when we're done. Yeah, it's not eleven o'clock at night. And... Corey's not here. That's always good, <laughs> right? Sucking all the air out of the room, <laughs> bringing the mood down. <laughs> yeah, sucking all the oxygen out of the rest of us. Uh, today is July tenth, twenty fourteen. Our episode today is going to be our top five favorite co op games. Um, this kind of came to us at the last minute. We were going to do Shovel Knight this week. But I didn't get a chance to play it. Eric, you didn't get a I chance to play it. I was going to buy it. Funds are not at the highest right now. Yeah. I, I try to keep my spending account separate. Mm-hmm. And I had a little bit of a mix-up with uh, Prime. Amazon oh. Prime renewed. But and it's I 100 bucks now, too. Well, no, no, I have the student version for, uh, okay. for my girlfriend. But um, it's still 40 bucks after the initial free trial. Uh-huh. After that six months is up, it goes to a trial. But I didn't know that was on my spending account. So my account overdrew um, so I'm, I'm trying to get refunded because like i have enough money in in all of my accounts right like, and i was like i told them i was like you clearly see i can pay for it like can you just refund it the lady was supposed to call me back today never did oh boy but i don't That's know fun so i was like ah, i'll just hold off we'll do something else yeah um so we'll have our shovel night episode eventually will did you end up getting shovel Knight? i did not i wasn't gonna get a chance to play it for this week anyway so yeah it's that, a good thing it's a good thing we decided to change <laughs> topics i think that won ign's game of the month for yeah June. yeah it's it's really good i mean i played it briefly yeah um but I, maybe like an hour and a half uh but i haven't had a, had the opportunity to play other than that so uh anyone have anything they want to tease for later on in the episode hearthstone hearthstone which tentatively our episode next week yeah we're gonna do an episode on on hearthstone but you know eric's gonna give his his initial impressions of it a little bit later on in the episode so my first run around with hearthstone after Corey has talked about it numerous times yeah Corey's been praising it for a while now so baiting me into playing it (laughs) what about you will anything i got nothing i didn't get a chance to play very much this uh this week okay Sounds good. Uh, nibble bits. Will, why don't you get started with nibble bits? Uh, sure. All right, my first uh, nibble bit is Divinity Original Sin has sold 1,600 copies uh, as of last Thursday, which that was July 3rd. Uh, that was a Kickstarter game, so it's good to see that that's selling pretty well mm-hmm. so far. Uh, I haven't played it, but I have bought it, so yeah. I'm actually looking really looking forward to playing it. I watched some gameplay video of it, and it looked pretty awesome. Yeah, uh, people had, I've, I've heard had described it almost like a, a Skyrim, but that's isometric. Yep, exactly. Which is awesome. Uh, I'll probably get it eventually. What's that for? It's a, it's a yeah PC like uh, RPG. Yeah, and some of the bosses I saw for gameplay like were huge. Like it was a robot skeleton thing, and mm-hmm. it was just like awesome and huge. And it looks like it's gonna looks like it's up looks like it's up my alley. Nice. So, okay. 
Uh, my next one is Lore of the Fallen. Gets an October 28th release day. Uh, so that adds yet another game uh, in the month of October. I didn't know very much about this game, but watching some gameplay, it looks pretty cool. It does look cool. I had never even heard of it until I saw your your tweet. tweet? Yeah, I had never heard of it either. I was I'm, like, I'm trying to recall. I don't think I'm aware of It Lord looks of like Fallen. a Dark Souls, kind of. Okay. It looks like a game we would all like. Yeah, all right. Definitely. Uh, actually... I'm going to be talking a little bit more about the October schedule shortly. All right. Sweet. Perfect. Uh, and my last one is Battleborn is the next game that uh, Gearbox Software uh, is developing. It's called, it, they called it a hero shooter. Uh, that's what Randy Pitchford said. He said the title has um, MOBA elements and it's co-op and competitive multiplayer and it is a loot-heavy game. So it reminds me pretty much of kind of Borderlands with more of a MOBA aspect to it. I don't know. It sounds like Team Fortress. Yeah, you're right. It kind of does. Uh, I think uh, I think uh, companies are trying to copy that sort of style of game. Yeah, and then it's got the stylized graphics, which is what Borderlands is mm-hmm. known. One of the things Borderlands is known for. Mm-hmm. But uh, it's slated to uh, come out sometime during Take Two's Interactive's uh, upcoming fiscal year, which is ending March thirty first of twenty sixteen. So from anywhere in that coming period that the game could come out. So cool. Sometime next year, probably February, knowing okay. how everything's going for yeah, next year. Of course, October and February. So, uh, yeah, that's all I had. All right. Eric, what do you got for us? Got a few here, Dan. Uh, my first one, the pre-order bonuses for Alien Isolation were announced. Um, I only saw one. I don't know if there's more than this, but it sounds pretty cool. I don't know as if I've ever watched the Alien movie, the original. Have you ever seen it? I saw the first one, like, a long time ago, With and Sigourney I don't remember Weaver. it. Yeah, yeah, I don't remember it at all. Well, I guess what you're going to be able to do if you pre-order it, I think... Two of the DLCs are going to be um, actual scenes from the movie that are voiced by the, the actors oh. that were in it, and you're going to be able to replay two of the scenes. I think the pre-order bonus was you get one of those for free, oh, uh, cool. which sounded pretty cool to me. Yeah, that's like uh, classic sci-fi too, yeah. and it's it's movies I should watch. And it's supposed but, to be a good game. It uh, got pretty good reviews from E3. Yep, and. Uh, our our E three correspondent John <laughs> yeah. Liga talked about how much how much he liked it too. So is that the one that he played on Oculus Rift? No, no, that was... no it was a, it was a I don't remember what that was called exactly, but that it was one of the games you could play on okay. Oculus he, Rift. That's when he wanted to play. Yep. Okay. Yeah. All right. Um, speaking of October, Project Spark has been announced for Xbox One and PC for October seventh. Um, and they actually on Gamespot it was nice they put a little calendar up. For all the releases, so we've got Smash Brothers the third, Skylanders on the fifth, on the seventh we've got Alien Isolation, Dragon Age, Drive Club, Middle Earth: Shadow of Mordor, NBA 2K15, and Project Spark. That's brutal. Well, is Project Spark going to be free? I don't know, because I think it's it's a free download for Windows 8 right now. I don't know if you're if you have to pay for it or not. Yeah, I don't know. That would be cool that. if it was free, free. You know, that that'd would. be nice, right? But on the seventh, like I want to get Alien. Yep. Dragon Age. Yep. And Middle Earth. Yeah. That's I'm those are two games I'm getting. I'm I'm gonna hold off on Alien only because I'm getting Smash Brothers for the three D S yeah. and Skylanders. Yeah, that is the three D S version that's coming out, and I'm yep. probably gonna get that too. So I might hold off on Dragon Age mm-hmm. myself. Mm-hmm. Um the fourteenth is Borderlands pre sequel. I'm probably not gonna get that. Yeah, that's for last gen and right. PC. Although they might come out with the next gen if there's enough, yeah, uh, or, or I should say current gen if there's enough uh, uh, desire for it, right. I guess. Yeah. Twenty first is Battlefield Hardline, Evolve, Fantasia, Just Dance, and The Evil Within. Um, I'm getting Evolve for sure, and probably The Evil Within. 
What about Just Dance? No. Nope. No, right. sir. October 24th, Civilization Beyond Earth, which I would be getting if I had a PC, but yep. I do not. You guys getting that? Oh, yeah. Yeah. And the 28th, Assassin's Creed Unity, Sunset Overdrive, and WWE 2K15. I want to get Unity and Sunset Overdrive. So that's like so nine, it's a brutal month. nine games I want. Oh, man. <laughs> that's awful. Why are they doing that to us? I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. Like I'm not, I don't even have enough time for all this. Yeah, shit. the third to the seventh, I'm going to be buying four games. One of which is is going to be seventy five dollars. So, <laughs> I mean, I still haven't played Wolfenstein. Oh, Skylanders. Yeah, yeah. Third to the seventh. Did you buy Wolfenstein? Yeah. Oh, you did. I have that and Murdered Soul Suspect. I haven't even taken Murdered Soul Suspect out of the, <laughs> the package. package. Just traded in now. I want to play it though. Yeah. Really bad. How long you should see how long it is and just try and play it in, in one or two sittings. Yeah, I could. It's probably what, twelve hours, I'd say. Yeah, I haven't, I haven't yeah. checked up on it. No, got a couple more here. Uh, Sony related. Um, Sony announced. Well, I don't know if this is an announcement as much as kind of speculation, but they were talking about how the Uncharted, I would say two and three, are good candidates for PH, PS4 HD remasters, like they're doing with uh, Last of Us. Um, is there any games that you guys didn't get to play that you could think of that heavy, you might want to play on that? Heavy Rain. Yeah. Heavy Rain would be one of them. A lot of the like PlayStation exclusive, a lot of older RPGs too. Yeah. Uh, Valkyria Chronicles is one that I really, really want to play. That would be another one. Um, but I, I probably would want to try God of War. Would Uncharted interest you at all? Because that I, was the only I, one I that would, was mentioned. Yeah, I would be willing to try it. I don't know if if I would buy it yeah. right out, maybe a red box rental. Mm-hmm. Um, because you know, I, I don't know if that's my type of game or not. Although they, it's supposed to be like Tomb Raider, and I really like Tomb Raider. Yeah, from playing both of them, it is kind of like Tomb Raider, and kind of like Last of Us after right. you play that. So. Okay. Um, but they did say they don't want to flood the market yeah. with just remastered games. That's a good idea. Which I appreciate. <laughs> yeah. Um, and then my last bit was something I, I read about today that Sony announced its three key ideas for the future of PS4 being PS Now streaming, uh, virtual reality with the Morpheus, and sensor technology. And the example was like fitness wearables. Mm-hmm. I wasn't thrilled about that. Yeah, that seems to be the next big thing is the fitness wearables because Nintendo does it with the with the Wii Fit. Yeah. I guess they have a, a pedometer type of thing that oh. you can wear. Uh, I actually signed up for the beta for the Razer Nabu uh, wristband. Okay. Um, just for the hell of it, I guess. Yeah. Just to <laughs> maybe you'll get it. Yeah, because you, I think you only buy it for a dollar. Okay. So I was like, oh, why oh, the hell nice. not? But, but I, I, I don't have that much of an interest in that sort of thing. I had a Nike, the Nike Plus wristband. Yeah. Um, but it like it didn't. There wasn't much you could do with it. Mm-hmm. There, at least with the Razer Nabu, it can be a uh, you know a lot of different things. So. The only one I'm excited about really is virtual reality. Yeah. With Morpheus. Yeah. I was excited with the PS Now streaming until I saw the prices. They're not official, obviously, but. Well, the beta starts uh, end of this month, so. If they bring the prices down, I'll be excited about it again. Yeah. But uh, I don't know. No mention of games in there. I, like, <laughs> right. You know, for a game console, I was a little bit. Yeah, virtual reality. Yeah, but. How I'm far not, off are we, though? I'm from not that. that. I'm coming not, out or from widespread support for it too. Yeah, I'm still not that into the virtual reality thing. To be know. honest, no, it, no man, no man's sky with virtual reality is going to be amazing. Because you've been sober your entire life. Well, <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. I just feel like I it's a novelty thing for me. I don't think I'd use no. it that much. 
You think so? Yeah, I really don't think I would. Yeah, well, here's the thing. A, you've been sober your entire life, like I said. (laughs) B, you're too young to really, as much as you think you might want to escape from real life, you're too young to really hate everything like we do. Yeah, you're not old and sour like me and Eric. I don't know. You guys and Adam Carolla have been rubbing I'm sure off on we, me. <laughs> I'm sure we get a good impression on you, but <laughs> at the same time, you you know, I don't know, man. I think it sounds pretty sweet. Morpheus looks awesome from everything yeah. I've heard. I, I can't see myself like playing with with in the virtual reality for Always. like long, yeah, like long stretches, like yeah. you know, maybe an hour here and there. But then again, it could be so amazing that. <laughs> You just can't, you can't take yourself out of it. That's You're right true. though. No Man's Sky would be so good. No Man's Sky. Eve Valkyrie is another one. That's yeah. the the space piloting game. I think it's perfect for that type of game. And I've always now. said horror games. I mean, if yep. you, I don't feel like you get a get a better horror experience than a virtual reality video game. I can't imagine playing Outlast I wouldn't with do that it. thing on. There's no way I could do it. It'd Oof. be so scary. It'd be horrible. But that's Ho- it for my nibble bits. Excellent. Horrible and amazing. Yeah, I think I still got to play that. I think I might do a Halloween stream. There you go with that and Dying Light, Daylight, Daylight, Daylight. Yes, yeah, fucking light game. I still have Daylight. <laughs> yeah, that's a short one too. It's only like three hours. Yeah, so I think that I actually might just save those and do like a Halloween stream, take yeah. a couple days off or a day off, and just do it. Yeah, nice. Your nerves will be shot by the yeah. end of it. Oh sure. My girlfriend hate me by the end of it too. Yeah. But whatever. Eh, it's temporary. Just Halloween. Yeah. Okay, uh, my nibble bits. First, Guild Wars 2 has been killing it in Japan. Uh, extremely successful with 760,000 players on launch day. Uh, nearly two months later, Guild Wars 2 is reporting 3.8 million players, uh, which I guess is total over 7 million sales, 7 million in sales between the the North American and European versions and, and in China. So uh, that's great. It's, nice. it's 3. My, 3. what? 3.8 million Jeez. in China. That's a lot. Yeah. Uh, which is great, you know. It's still my favorite uh, modern day MMORPG. So good on good on Guild Wars and Arena Net. So mm-hmm. uh, next, Double Fine has announced that Grim Fandango HD remake that was teased at this year's E3 will also be available for PC, Mac, and Linux in addition to the PS4 and Vita. So that's good news for for uh, PC gamers that were interested in a Grim Fandango remake. Mm-hmm. And then the last one, there's a really great Humble Bundle from 2K Games. It's uh, This is obviously HumbleBundle.com. Humble uh, for $1 plus, you get Bioshock, the Bureau XCOM Declassified, and The Darkness 2. Wow. If you pay above the average, which at the time I read this was $774, uh, you get also get Bioshock 2, Mafia 2, and Spec Ops The Line. Then if you pay over $20, you get all of that stuff plus XCOM Enemy Unknown and Bioshock Infinite. So a great humble bundle that is really good wow yeah. uh i own all those games except the darkness too so yeah. I, I tried that did you it was all right i don't yeah. know if you'd like it but it was all right yeah I, I thought about getting this bundle but again i own all those games i'll i'll probably see they they have a game that they unlock like a week into the bundle if that's a game i i don't have yet i'm i'm gonna guess it's probably gonna be Civ. that makes sense for it to be Civ. Yeah. i guess yeah uh i you know, I won't be interested. Or maybe Borderlands, if it's a 2K bundle, yeah. which I already own those games too. No 2K bundles complete without Borderlands, though. Dude. I know, I know. Well, it, it's a testament to 2K games and how good their games are that I own all these games. That's so, true. Yeah, that's a good point. Um, they're also regularly inexpensive too, which is nice. So, 
if you don't have those games, now's the time to buy them. For, for sure. Humblebundle.com. So, all right. Eric, how was your week? Good. Short week, right? Yeah. What did we record, Sunday? I think it was Sunday. It was only a few days ago. Yeah. i uh, just been watching some World Cup. Uh, we get Germany and Argentina in the final. That's good because I like both of those teams. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm kind of rooting for, or I'm sorry, Argentina because I want to see Messi win. But I like Germany a lot. They've got three players from Arsenal, so... I will not be heartbroken if they win. And speaking of Arsenal, we today, just before I got here, signed Alexis Sanchez away from Barcelona, who's possibly the biggest club in the world. That is pretty huge. Yeah, and he's only 25, and he had a great World Cup, and he's always, I mean, he plays great for Barcelona. And Yeah. Where, where is he from? Chile. Chile. Yeah. Gotcha. Really good player. Um, I'm going to see Arsenal play in a couple weeks at the Red Bulls Arena, so I'm really... Really excited having a couple celebratory brews tonight. <laughs> mm-hmm. You said you hope he uh, plays on the wing, right? I hope he. I think he will play on the wing because Giroud. The thing is, is Mesa Ozil, who they signed last year, who was a huge signing for them. He needs guys that run into space to pass them the ball. And last season, Walcott got hurt, who plays on the opposite wing from where uh, Sanchez will play, and they're both super fast and they run into space. And I think with two of those guys freeing up some space with Ozil passing them, it'll really free up Giroud, who's slow. But he can <laughs> hold the ball up very well. Like when they pass it to him and he has his back to the goal, you can't get it from him because he's big and strong. And he's a really good passer, too. It's just it's, it's going to be a beautiful thing. Who's Arsenal's striker? I don't really... Giroud. Is it Giroud? Yeah. Okay. He's just... God damn it. you got to feed him the ball right in front of the net, and he'll either like get a good little chip on the ball and chip it in or like head it in he's really good at heading but Mm -hmm. he can't create for himself so if he gets the ball outside of the box anywhere he just kind of holds it up and waits for other people to get catch up which i mean is fine yeah which if it works i mean they've got plenty of other goal scorers now so you just gotta stay healthy that was the problem last year Uh so so does this make arsenal the best team in their Mm, i don't know division probably manchester city okay or chelsea but i'd say they're a top three team now Wow, that's good. And from what I read, they're not done yet. Really? And they've got quite a few other players planned to bring in. Uh, one of them supposedly is already done, and I believe that one. Um, he's not a superstar, but he's real solid. Like, I actually was thinking of how I would describe this to you guys in mm. terms of hockey. Like, Sanchez would be like bringing in like Patrick Kane. Okay, like, okay. Like, really good player at his yeah. position. And then the other guy's a defender. Like, uh, I couldn't think of a name, but just like a veteran 28 year old really solid defender defenseman little offensive weber yeah, yeah. although not Web- to that Web- level. weber's a superstar yeah not to that level gotcha but you know that that type of guy like a christian Ehrhoff, maybe okay okay it's a real solid pickup yeah um but they're looking at a couple of other players who are like one of them plays for real madrid and if they could pull those three off holy shit Nice. They'd be loaded. Eric's got a boner. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's going to be a good season. So when does the season start for them? August 16th. Okay, because I know they don't they have like multiple seasons in a year? Because no. soccer is weird, because no. there's different leagues that go on, Well, right? yeah, yeah, yeah. There's the Champions League, which they are in, but they have to do a one-game playoff to get in, but the team they play is probably not a very good team. Okay. I mean, against Arsenal, they're not a good matchup, but they're okay for where they play. Um, so they'll probably be in the Champions League 
So that goes on at the same time. And then there's the FA Cup, which is just a separate tournament that goes on, which they actually won last year. Um, so, yeah, there's there's different tournaments that go on okay. throughout the season. And then they play in the Community Shield on the 12th, maybe, of August, which is the winner of the Premier League from last year versus the FA Cup winner. Mm-hmm. So they won the FA Cup, so they'll play Manchester City. And that, that'll be good a good test for them because, I mean, like I said, that's probably the best, best team, team in the league. Yeah, is that the team that Van Persie? Is no, in? that's United. That's, that's United. Okay, the other Manchester. <laughs> All right, I prefer City. You prefer City? Oh yeah, definitely. Who's City's best player? Or Probably one of them? Sergio Aguero or Yaya Torre. I've heard of Torre. Plays for Ivory Coast. Real, real good. Yeah, solid, solid player. Oh yeah, strong. Good free kicks. Good at everything. Mm-hmm. But I'm excited. Got to get the new jersey. They come out tonight. You're, gonna, you're definitely going to buy one? Yeah, I got to. If I don't get the jersey, you don't have my jacket. I'll just get the new jacket. I don't know what I'll get yet, but they're fucking expensive. Yeah. That's... And I kind of want to get a Sanchez jersey now, and they're like 150 bucks. <laughs> Holy cow. <laughs> yeah, and there's not much to them. I mean, I don't know if you've seen. You saw, did you... Yeah, you showed me the new design for them. Have I ever worn my USA jersey here for the World Cup? I don't recall. I don't think you have, no. I'll, I'll wear it next week or something. It, it's just like a dry fit Under Armour, kind of. <laughs> For, just, 150 bucks. Yeah, it's exactly. It just has like the team patch right wow. here. And, like, <laughs> That's like the price of a, a full cost hockey sweater. Hockey sweater, yeah, which is like thick and has yeah. a lot to it. Yeah, yeah. But whatever. It's. I mean, it's it's the the branding. You know, yeah. it's the team. It's got Puma right here. It says em- Fly Emirates, which is their their sponsor, and you know. Mm-hmm. But yeah, all's well in the soccer world for me. Yes. Nice. Yeah. Okay. Anything else? I don't think so. All right. What about what about you, Will? What do you got? Uh, I went to Warp Tour on oh, Tuesday, yeah. uh, July eighth. So probably going to Warp Tour this year. Like I went in two thousand eleven or two thousand twelve, and that was a lot of fun. But this year, it's probably the most fun that I've ever had in like a while. Uh, it was so much fun to be there. A lot of really good music, but the two bands that I wanted to see the most were the last two sets of the night, pretty much. And one of them was Danger Kids, which is the band that uh, has been our musical guest in the during the breaks for, I think, two different episodes. Yeah, a couple different ones. Um, and they're one of my favorite bands. And the other band was The uh, the Word Alive, which I've mentioned on this podcast a couple times. I've uh, been a fan of them since, like, 2009. So they're, like, the last two sets. Danger Kids was at 645, and The Word Alive was at 825, and it you know, watch music all day, and, like, I was saving my energy for those two sets, but unfortunately, it rained a lot there, so, uh, it probably was a 45-minute period where it poured, and then, like, an hour and to an hour and 15 period where it literally just poured, and so, like, it was really muddy and stuff, so, like, a lot of the, the softer fans pretty much laughed and stuff like that, or had, uh, headed to the amphitheater there, uh, in Darien Lake, I should say, that's where I went to in, near Buffalo, so they went into the uh, the amphitheater to get for cover and stuff like that. So, you know, a lot of people took off and stuff. So when Danger Kids, who isn't a very... Like, they're not the most popular band. They're new. They've been a band for maybe over a year and a half, maybe. Uh, so they played a set, and I turned around, and, like, I got... There was eight of us there, eight or nine of my friends that uh, all met at that set. Because I kind of roped a few of them into going because they weren't familiar with them. But, like, me and my friend Tom were huge fans of them, so we got everybody to go to it. So we turn around, and there was probably, like, 30 people, which isn't a lot watching them, 
But the best part about it was it was all, like, the hardcore fans of the band. So when they came out and stuff like that, like, everybody was going nuts. And, um, like, their, their, one of their vocalists was, like, really appreciative. They were all appreciative, but he kept mentioning on stage about how happy that he was that, like, we were there. And, like, it made me really happy because they're one of my favorite bands, and I've been trying to, like, pimp them to all my friends for a while. So, like, them seeing them, and they were, like, really good live. Like, a lot of them started to, like, really like them, and, like, it's what they've been, we've been listening to since Warp Tour mm-hmm. uh, and stuff like that. And as I said, it was, like, all the hardcore fans, so, like, we're all jumping up and down for, like, all, every minute of the set and, like, singing every word and stuff like that, and it was awesome. And then uh, their, one of their vocalists jumps out into the crowd and, like, sur- crowd surfed a little bit, and we were holding them up and stuff like that, and then right after they had a signing. It was, like, 7.15 is when the signing started, so basically they walked off stage and went to their merch tent, and, like, everybody at the show uh, walked right over there, and we all got to meet them and stuff like that, and they're, like, one of the nicest people ever. Uh, most bands, like, you can tell even when they're not popular, if they're kind of arrogant and yeah. think that they're, they're too cool because they're in a band, but they was, these were probably, like, the nicest people ever, um, and I, I plugged the podcast to them, actually, because I, their, their other vocalist remembered answering the question when I asked him if we could use their music, and he's like, yeah. oh yeah, I kind of remember answering that, so their bassist wrote down, you know, the name of the podcast, so I don't know if they're gonna listen or not, if they don't, you know, whatever, but if they do, you know awesome yeah i'm sorry if you have to listen to this and don't like it but uh but they're really nice <laughs> but, but, but we'll enjoy your show <laughs> yeah you guys are, you guys are awesome um so yeah and like we got a, a group picture uh with them and i got videos of them live and yeah i put like i have an instagram but i never put pictures up but like i put uh, pictures of them performing and like the group picture that we took with them they're literally the nicest people so yeah i'm glad nice. that i got to meet them and like my other favorite band the word alive was the last set of the night they conflicted with another band who is about three times more popular than them so there was probably like 60 people of them and like the word alive is a pretty popular band but they there wasn't a lot of people for them so they didn't have a lot of people for like you know like the mosh pits to open up like i didn't get involved in any of the mosh pits i for the danger kids in the world alive i was up up the barrier like jumping up down and singing and stuff like that um and i'm usually like a passive watcher i just kind of stand there and watch yeah that's what i do too with my arms crossed even though if I'm a huge fan of the band, that's just what I do because yeah. I don't like to show energy. But because the crowds were so small, I was like, "Well, I have to yeah. go crazy for them." Like, yeah, I don't. Want... Otherwise, you're going to get picked on by yeah. the band. For yeah, they're for not enjoying. Well, a lot of, like there's a few bands that like be like, "I you guys, I can tell you guys aren't that into us." Like, so we'll play a few more songs and get off the stage. And I felt bad for them because like they're trying to put on a show and nobody's like doing anything. Yeah. So like those two bands, like it was like the hardcore fans for them. So it was really awesome. And like, I met the word alive to all the band members and I got my Rangers shirt. Cause I have my uh, light blue Rangers shirt, with just the logo on it. That's my cutoff that I made. Uh, and I didn't have anything for them to sign. So I just kind of took it off and they signed in the Rangers logo on the white part. So I got to meet all of them and shake their hands, but they're like a bigger band. I didn't want to, you know, bother them as much because like few of them were eating like the vocalists and stuff like that so i didn't want to try and get a picture with them and bother them so you know i i didn't get any pictures with them but you know i met them and shook their hands and talked to them for a minute but so yeah like nice. but with danger kids like they were there for we talked to them for like 15 20 minutes nice. and it was just really cool to to experience that because last time i didn't meet any band members but this one like it's weird for bands that i've liked for so long to see them in person and like yeah. talk to them i'm like this is really they're actually people yeah weird. they're like just like me and everybody yeah, else yeah, here yeah you don't you don't think that but they're just in a band that made it and it's just it was really cool i had a lot of fun and like the word alive was really good live there there was only like one set that i saw that wasn't very good live but 
you know, it was awesome, especially the Danger Kids, because I felt like we put out, we we gave them a lot of uh, energy, considering mm-hmm. there was so few of us, and some of my friends had never like had heard of them because I talk about them and try to convince them to listen. Yeah. But usually, like, when you tell people to listen to something, they don't really ever. Yeah. They'll they're say, like, oh, yeah. yeah, I'll do it, and then never do. Or if they're like me, they forget. Or forget, yeah. They're supposed to. But everybody there was like, wow, really good. And, like, one one of my friends there is, like, this really, like, into, like, the really scary, like, metal stuff and stuff I don't even really like. I'm just like, ugh. But he was even like, that was really good. I'm happy you got me to stay for that. So, and it was good. Just really happy that they were appreciative that, you know, that we were putting on a good show for them, and they put on a phenomenal show. Yeah. You didn't want to do any slam dancing? God, no. I'm afraid of that. I don't want to get hurt. That's what I always said, too. I've only done it, like, once or twice, and I'm, I, I don't want to get I've gotten in punched. there and mixed it up a few times. Yeah. Well, you're tall and big. Like, if I go in there, I'm like, Ugh. well, there. I, I usually stand in the outer rim of the mosh pit and just kind of watch. Yeah. Um,. But I've gotten in there. I didn't have a choice a couple times. I saw Hatebreed. Yeah. Just, right. that, that it was, just kind of happens yeah, around that you. that was nothing but a mosh pit. But <laughs> well, it was good. Well, during the, the Word Alive set, because it was really muddy because of the rain, people were mud wrestling during it. Nice. <laughs> and, like, the main vocalist is like, ah, I've got $5 in the big kid right there who was just caked with mud. And he's like, yeah, nice. and stuff like that. But, um. I done took me a good kick right to the face. One I one was, show. One Ooh. of the th- reasons why I never wanted to do it is because I was always afraid of getting my glasses broken. Yeah, yeah. I it was called Hellfest, and it was held in Syracuse every year. It was a three day like hardcore and metal festival, and we went up the last night because Hatebreed was the head headliner, and um, everybody was going up on stage and jumping off. And this guy did a front flip off the stage and just kicked me right in the face. Oh. <laughs> What are you gonna do? Shake eh? it off and exactly keep, keep throw, going. Some, throw some punches. Those are the things that you uh, you take a risk on, I guess. <laughs> yeah, when you're when you're going to a, a heavy show, yeah, that's, that's just what's gonna happen. I don't. We might have told this story. Was that the one where uh, Graham got his braces punched through his lip? I don't know. It was one of one of the. It might have been Hellfest. It could have been. Probably. He, he either got elbowed <laughs> or punched, and his braces like like came out his were you there no i wasn't I, I heard about it later okay um and he, he obviously showed me the because he was at Hellfest. he drove okay so it probably was yeah yeah no i never wanted to go to that i was too, <laughs> too afraid <laughs> it, it's kind of scary when you get into one yeah there was actually one of the mosh pits for probably the third best band that i saw live opened up right next to me and i grabbed my friend johnny who you know is shorter than i am yeah, by a lot tiny. and i threw him in front of me and went ah! Like that in front of the pit, and everybody just kind of stopped and looked at me like I was a big sissy. Big Nancy. Well, I mean. I am. They don't know me. You don't know me? But, uh, yeah, Les, you know, it was so much fun. Like I said, it's probably the most fun I have. Like, being in the front, like, being probably from me to your computer, Dan, like, looking at them performing live and jumping up and down, singing every word. Like, my voice was gone yesterday. Uh, it's better today, but it did, was just Did you watch blast. Saves the Day? I didn't. There was a lot of bands that I wanted to see that I couldn't see, and it kind of frustrated me. Who was the headliner? Headliner there of Mice and Men was probably the biggest band there. I don't know them. Uh, I've, I've heard the name. Yeah, I've heard of them. Yeah, I like them, but I they played during the World Alive, and World Alive's been one of my favorite bands for the longest time, so I was like, meh. But they were the last set that conflicted with the World Alive, so everybody. And they played in the amphitheater, and I got a picture of the amphitheater after, like, that got tweeted or Instagram or whatever. Uh, it was packed. Like, there was no room to move, and I was like, could you use some of those people over over here? Yeah. But Where was this again? Darien Lake. Okay. 
which is a great great venue for it because the stages we would go to Montage Mountain in uh, Scranton, but the problem is uh, some of my friends who've gone there in the past said that there's a, too much walking in between stages, and we like when you're finish a set and you got five minutes to get to another one for the start like you don't really want to miss if you really want to see yeah. like the the intro is like one of the best parts of how they come out so the stages are all really close to each other so you get to you know it's like a minute's walk from one side to the other to see another one mm-hmm. so that's why we go to darien lake um but yeah the only bad thing about it is on the way home my friend who was driving got a ticket because he was going 45 and a 30. We had no idea where we were. It was like 10.30 at night. It was pitch black. <laughs> no idea where he was. He was trying to get directions on his phone. The cop pulled him over, gave him a $300 ticket. Oh. Then scolded oh. him for driving five people while he was 19. And apparently that's illegal now. What? Yeah. Why the fuck is that illegal? It he, probably isn't. The cop just being a cock. That's what we. That's what he. We're like, how's that illegal? He has his senior. Like, he's had his license longer than the oldest person there was like twenty one. But like, not to mention he's a legal adult. He's eighteen here. Yeah, he's over not, eighteen. He's not, not yeah. to mention was he drunk? No. <laughs> then fuck off. Yeah. Nobody. I figured because there were six of us in the car, he probably thought we we're up to no good. But nobody like, nobody was doing anything oh wrong. Oh my god, we, that makes me so mad. Well, believe me, and like we come to your your area. He was driving 15 minutes, like from when we left. 15 minutes, he got pulled over. Like we bring all this money to your area, and we don't know where we're going. But like you pull us over and give him a 300 traffic ticket. police is all they are. Yeah, and it was it was like a local cop. It wasn't a state. Oh, sure it was. So, and he was being a kind of a jerk and like scolded him. He's like, I could have given you a reckless driving ticket. Oh, good for you. <laughs> and I, I was pretty upset at that. I was like, really, like. And he has to, like, go back for a court date. <laughs> That's three and a half hours away. Yeah. Like, uh, I don't know. I felt really bad. So I gave him, you know, a good portion of money for the ticket because I felt bad. Because nobody wanted to drive home and he decided to do it. So yeah. I decided, I was like, yeah, I'll give him some money. A bunch of shit. Yeah. But it was a blast. I had so much fun. I could talk about it forever, but uh, nice. good That's stuff. Good. All right. Uh, as for my week, I didn't do anything, but I'm, I wanted to report that I'm in a little bit of a gaming funk right now. Oh, Uh-oh. joining me. Yeah, it hit me hit me a little bit too. Uh, it's mostly because I don't really want to start anything new, you know, and the, the games that I have right now aren't really grabbing me, I guess. Same here. Same here, Dan. And I, I think part, part of it is the time of the year, and I, mm-hmm. I'm back to work, so I'm a little bit more tired than usual. Um, but, like, I, I, need a, I need a game to bring me out, uh, but I'm not sure what that's going to be. I've been playing Hearthstone to yeah. carry me through. I wouldn't say it's bringing me out, but it's carrying me through. Yeah. And FIFA. But, yeah. Like, I, I want to finish Wolfenstein, and it's just there. I just don't play no it. No desire, yeah. And same with the Metal Gear, uh-huh. uh, Ground Zeroes. I know it'll only take me like an hour and a half. <laughs> yep. But I just don't play it. Yeah, you don't. You just don't. <laughs> you don't want to commit. Yeah, I don't want to commit. I, I'm the same way. I don't want to commit to something, but at the same time, I want a game that I can commit to. I'm I'm like that right now. I want Maybe something I can. Stone, Dan. Yeah. I, I'm good. I'm probably going to get that on the iPad. Yeah. Uh, because, like I said, I can't. If if I'm sitting at my computer, I probably will want to play like. Wild Star or something like yeah. that, but if I have it upstairs with me, yeah, I'll probably I'll I'll play it. Yeah. So, but yeah, that's all. That's all I have to report. Hopefully, I, I break out of it pretty soon. I I've got a lot of gaming I have to do over the summer, and um, you know, I have Wild Star sitting there, and and Dragon Age sitting there, and uh, what else was I playing? Oh, Valiant Hearts, um, which I'm I'm still enjoying. Oh it's yeah, just, I forgot about that. It's just, it's it's not. 
it's not like deep enough uh, mechanics wise. I actually thought about playing Civ, but I was like, if I start playing Civ, I'm not gonna fit. I'm not gonna stop until it's three o'clock in the morning. You know, a week later. Yeah. So I don't. I don't want to do that now. Yeah. But, but that's all I've got going on. Hopefully, it's gone soon. Yeah. It's just temporary. Mine's been bad. Yeah. But, what can you do? All right, want to get this episode started? Yeah, let's go for it. Let's get right into our main segment, our top Ooh. five co-op games. Uh, again, this was kind of a last-minute decision. We decided it last night at some point, shortly before <laughs> I made the post on Facebook. Yeah. Um, but uh, part of it was because none of us played Shovel Knight, and also Corey wasn't <laughs> going to be here, which I, I told him to write in his, his... I don't think he did. No, he didn't. Um, <laughs> I told him to write in his top five co-op games, too, and we'd read them off, but... We, we haven't heard from him. Big so. Susie's been busy at work. Yeah. We're queen. Darn it. <laughs> uh, anyway, Will, you want to get started? Yeah. My number five is Rock Band. Nothing's oh, better good than. Call. Yeah, nothing's better than pl- sitting there with three or four friends just playing music and yeah. stuff like that. It's so much fun. And as I said, I just went to Warp Tour, so like that made me want to sit down and play, you play know, Rock game. Band with your. Blink 182. Oh, yeah. On Rock Band. Oh, yeah. That was a blast. I was gonna put Guitar Hero three on mine because that was the one with the with the drums and yeah. the, and the guitars. Oh, that one's great. Yeah, yeah, that's the one we all played together probably the most. Yeah. Um. That that I mean that pretty much throws that in there with uh, Rock Band. Yep. So you know both of those were so- solid games to play with friends. Mm-hmm. So definitely fun party games too. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah. Okay, well, Eric, number five. Uh, five for me was Terraria, Terraria. even though I didn't play it as much as Will or Corey. Probably not even as much as Dan, but uh, I had a blast when I did play it. It's just one of those games that if I were to try and boot it up myself and try and do stuff, I'd just get overwhelmed and quit. Mm-hmm. So it was nice playing it with Corey when we had Guys Weekend, and uh, he could kind of walk us through stuff. But for that few hours that we played it, I really, really enjoyed it. Yeah, yeah, it's fun. And, I, yeah, I feel like if if we had kind of kept it up, but Corey kind of... Got ahead and level, and got, I don't know if level is the word, but equipment, equipment wise, and all of that stuff, and it just like when I tried to play with him, I just get killed constantly. But um, oh yeah, like most recently when we played, like yeah. when we were heavy into it, you tried playing and you were just getting I couldn't do anything, <laughs> getting murdered because the pirates attacked. Yeah, it was miserable. <laughs> so uh, yeah, Ter- Terraria is great though, really good stuff. Okay. That's a good choice. I, that never even crossed my mind. That was that was really fun co op. Yeah, oh, yeah. Build, building up a, like a city together and just exploring. And yeah, because it's it's not quite the same by yourself. No, either. definitely not. It's not the same experience. Definitely not. Okay. Uh, my number five is Gauntlet. Oh, released in nineteen eighty seven, developed by Tengen for the NES. I almost put one something like that on mine. Um, yeah. That was really the first game I can remember spending a lot of time playing with, co-op with somebody. We we had that on our Nintendo, and, and me and Corey would play it, or me and a, fr- a friend, that my, our Chris, our cousin Chris, would play a lot uh, whenever he would come over. We always tried to beat it, but I really don't think it had an ending. No, I don't uh, think it did either. And at the time, we didn't know that because there wasn't you know the internet like there is now. We could go and see, oh, no, Gauntlet doesn't have an ending, so why even bother? So yeah. we would always make it, make it our... <laughs> our goal to beat it and i think we got up to like level 300 or something like that a couple times but it's it's never ending the the dungeons just keep recycling so i count that as a beat game yeah (laughs) that's really far it was it was intense Uh, there was ways you could skip a bunch of levels so we didn't necessarily play through okay 300 levels but and that was also you know nintendo was a hot running system so 
can't imagine playing that long was was good for the system, but <laughs> melting stuff. Yeah. Well, we did melt the bottom of Chris's Nintendo. That's true. I think it was playing Baseball <laughs> Stars, though. Yeah. Or was it? Maybe one of the wrestling games. I think it was I Baseball know. Stars, if I remember yeah. you bringing it up uh, earlier in this, the episodes. This reminds me, are you going to get the Gauntlet game when it comes out on PC? Because they're releasing one. Maybe. It looks pretty good. Yeah, I'll have to look into it. Yeah, I think I watched a video of Will Wheaton playing it. Okay. I heard and about it, that. And it looked pretty awesome. Huh. All right. Well, I'll definitely check it out. Will, number four. My number four is Castle Crashers. I think this is an underrated indie game in, in this podcast because pr- I think I'm the only one that's played it extensively. Yeah. I just bought it during the Steam Summer Sale. And when you want to play, let me know because this is a very fun game. If you get four people to be, you know, four different characters in the nights and work your way through the game, it is a lot of fun. It's kind of silly because um, the people who make it, I think it's Newgrounds, uh, are kind of – or is Behemoth, sorry. Behemoth made it. They're kind of like a uh, – they make a game silly because they made uh, Battle Block Theater, and it's uh, like about cats and stuff like gotcha. that, and it's just kind of silly. But this one's a lot of fun. It's a RPG, you know, a lot of RPG elements, and like each knight has like agility to like run fast and shoot a bow fast, strength for like their sword and like magic. So, and every knight has a special magic attack and stuff like that. And it's a lot of fun. You know, you, you fight through the levels and get uh, different types of uh, swords and weapons and stuff. It's it's probably my one of my most favorite uh, indie games that I've ever played. It's awesome. Yeah. And I think you guys would all really like it, too. I think nice. I have it for something. Probably your 360? I got rid of it. Probably your PS3? Maybe. Could be on my, my laptop, too. I don't know. Yeah. yeah, check on your Steam. Yeah. But I think I got it for like $1.50 for the, for during the Steam summer sale. Yeah, it's 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 been out for... Oof. I've been playing it for like five years. Yeah, it's been now, out for a while. So. I, I meant to get it for the Xbox, and then I didn't. And I've been meaning to get it for a computer for a while now. And, and yeah. finally, I was like, I don't have Castle Crashers. I'm just going to buy it. Yeah, it was, like I said, a dollar fifty. I think so. Yeah, like I said, I really, I think you'd like it, dude. So whenever you want to play, you need a controller though because That's it makes fine. it a lot easier. Yeah, I try playing on PC. It is not comfortable to play. Yeah. Um, not optimized well. Well, that's Eric played uh, Rogue Legacy on, on computer with the, with the keyboard controls. I'm like, that, how? Probably why it took me so and, fucking long. And you still beat it, <laughs> yeah. which was amazing to me. Champion through it. Yeah, that's well done. Thank you. But yeah, that's my number four. Okay. Uh, Eric, number four. Four for me is new Super, Super Mario Brothers for Wii, the first Wii. Mm-hmm. Uh, I'm sad Corey's not here because I actually played it with him. Him and I sat through and beat it, and uh, it was just a blast playing that with with multiple people. And uh, somebody's always getting in the bubble and fucking things up. And like, <laughs> I don't know. I mean, it's a Mario game, but we we just had a blast playing through it. We might have even played through it twice. I don't know. I think yeah. you guys did actually. Yeah, it was when Corey still lived up here, and he would come over and get drunk all the time, and he <laughs> was Mario. down in the pit of his life, and we just played Mario and drank vodka. Uh huh. But that's a great, great uh, co-op game. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I always enjoyed that. For the Wii, yeah. Okay. Uh, my number four, Monaco. Yeah. <laughs> Re- released in 2013, developed by Pocket Watch Games for PC and Xbox 360. Uh, we all tried to play it together. Uh, it's, it's really a game you have to have a sense of, of what's going on before you try and play it. Like, I think it's better to play it by yourself, but after you like learn what, what the characters do, uh, it's, it, it's a lot of fun to play with somebody. Yeah. Um, it, it's really designed to be played with, with people and, and, and we're, you know, when you execute your job, well, like I think, I think, a, a mission, if you, if it goes off without a hitch is, is, is 
awesome, you know? Yeah, that's like uh, any of those type of games where you're pulling off a heist and everybody does their job well and yep. pulls it off. It's it's satisfying. It's a really good feeling, yeah. yeah. I agree. So, uh, And that's not one I have extensive uh, playtime with, with, with other people, but... Um, you know, my time with it was fun and, and I could see the value of, of playing it with, with people like, and playing it well. Yeah. So that's my number four. Will number three. Number three is Terraria. Uh, uh Eric talked about it and I sunk a hundred and I think I have 109 hours on it and that was all in a week. So when I play that much of a game in a week and it was all with friends, like me and uh, my friend Johnny and Evan played it the whole time together and. It's a lot of time, so I figured it had to had to be in my had top to cr- five. Yeah, I had to crack your list. But dear God, that game's so much fun, and nothing was better than when we beat it—me, Corey, and Johnny. So, it's such a solid game, and so much fun. Nice. You did play a shit ton of that for a while. <laughs> yeah, I remember. I sent you a picture asking if it was healthy, and you didn't know that was in like five days. No, I didn't. <laughs> you thought it was overall lifetime. <laughs> I was like, yeah, sure. He's like, yeah, but what about in five days? Nah, not so much. Not, not so good. <laughs> 74 hours. You work up a good blood clot and you're in like... <laughs> well, that was when my computer desk was like down here. Oh. So I was bent over like that and in a very uncomfortable position. I had back issues though, that like week period. Yeah. Well, that's one of my the one of the upcoming games on my list is a similar situation. <laughs> you're playing... You want to play so bad. It's just so uncomfortable though. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> that's my number three. Number three, Eric... Number three for me is Journey, Journey. which is interesting because I didn't even know this had co-op in it when I played it. Um, I didn't know who the other people in the game were, and I really didn't use any of the co-op aspect of it. And there isn't a ton of co-op aspect. It's just like... It's the way co-op is used. Yeah, it's just the way they do it. You just run into another person randomly that's in this journey. And you can just kind of choose to go with them and and experience it together or not. And I just love that game so much. And I just think that's so cool how they implemented that and that I didn't even know about it. And you just have this option to experience this awesome game with some other random person. And then I think at the end of the game, if I remember, it tells you what that person's name is or something like that. I... God, I wish I could remember. I know Corey would remember if he were here, but I just love the way they, they did the co-op thing in it. It's not your traditional. Yeah. It's nice to see something different, and the, the game was amazing. So That's one I would buy in a heartbeat if they put it on PS4. Yeah, definitely yeah. should. Absolutely. You know, in so a split, good. split second. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, well, real quick, I just want to mention, like, on Giant Bomb, one of the people who plays it, uh, found the co-op so powerful. Like, he played the whole game with one specific person. Yeah. And then they went down this one point when it was a sliding hill mm-hmm. or whatever, and he lost his friend. And he got down to the hill and looked for him for, like, five minutes, and he was gone, so he hasn't played since. Yeah. So that's... That's what that game will do to you, man. Yeah. yeah. It's not, such not, a good it's not fucking game. It made me think of weird shit that I'd never thought of in <laughs> games before. Yeah. Which is a sign of a good game. Oh, so good. I, I should play it again. I really should. Okay. Very nice. Uh, my number three is Gears of War 3. Yeah. Released in 2011 by, developed by Epic Games for the Xbox 360. Uh, this is the one where me and Eric play a lot with, with uh, uh, Billy and Bill Jeff. Billy and Jeff, yep. Uh, Horde mode specifically in Gears of War 3 was, was an amazingly good time. Uh, a lot of fun. Very intense, stressful, mm-hmm. uh, but that's the one I, I sat on my coffee table for. However, we, I think, oh, one, did, yeah. didn't we play for like four or five hours straight one time? Oh yeah, we did till really late at night, yep. trying to beat the horde mode. Yep. Um, 
and my back hurt so bad after because I would sit as close as I could to the TV, which meant I was on on my coffee table, which was not comfortable, obviously. And Marthas aren't known for posture. I have terrible posture, <laughs> yeah, so, so it that made it worse. More. Yeah, <laughs> I, I would get up after playing Gears Horde mode for you know three, four, five hours or whatever, and just be <laughs> in so much pain. But do you try to lay on the floor to straighten yourself out a little bit? I don't think I. I, I was a younger a little more spry back then that was what three years ago yeah it was a little more spry back then <laughs> more nimble yeah so yeah my number three was gears of war three uh we want to recap the list real quick before we get on to number two yeah sure me start yeah go ahead all right yeah my number five is rock band my number four is castle crashes and number three is terraria all right I've got terraria at number five new super mario brothers wii at four and journey at three all right. I had Gauntlet at number five, Monaco at number four, and Gears of War 3 at number three. Will, number two. My number two is Nazi Zombies. I know this isn't a game, oh, but... fuck. I forgot about that. Yeah, this was in Call of Duty World at War and the Black Ops games, but World at War is the one I'm talking about specifically because I thought that was the best of all the Nazi Zombies. Definitely. But dear God, like, that game... First of all, I really loved the online component of that game, but... um. You know, playing it with friends, I didn't know this existed because this was right when I got an Xbox. So, like, I was new to it. I wasn't familiar with Call of Duty. Like, I knew it existed. I knew it was really popular because of Call of Duty 4. But, like, when I beat the campaign and this mode unlocked, I was like, Nazi zombies, that's weird. And I played it for the first time. I was just so frightened, and I was like, this is so cool. And when you get a good group of friends together that is good with teamwork and going through the levels and getting into, like, the 30s for level, like, legitimately and not cheating... It's so intense, and, like, there's not very many games that give me a rush like that, but, yeah. like, being chased by zombies when you're the last one alive, trying to, you know, hold out so you can you, you finish the round and your friends can come back, it, it's great, and there's just so many fun thing, memories I have from that. And I remember the first time I played the Nazi zombies, I, I think I was by myself, and I was like, oh, my God, this yeah. is fucking awesome. I played at your house yeah. back in the day. That's, yeah. where, that's where I had my experience with Nazi zombies. Yeah. I probably would have put that on my top five if I had remembered it. Yeah, I had to look through... Uh, I looked through a lot of lists to jog my memory of stuff I played, and I saw Nazi zombies. I did, and too, I and like, I didn't see it on any of them. Really? No. I think I only saw it in one specific spot. Mm. But, uh... I, like, I just remember waiting for map packs to come out so we could play the new zombie maps. Like, I spent $15, basically, for... I loved the game, but, like, for the Nazi zombie map, because yeah. it was great. I loved it. Okay. But yeah, that's that's my number two. All right. Eric, number two. Number two for me is um, FIFA, specifically 14, because they put co-op seasons in and pro clubs um, in, in the past games also. Um, God, I've played countless hours with my friends Bill and Jeff. I think Bill was on our Zelda episode. Yes. Mm-hmm. Jeff's never been on it, I don't think. I don't think so. But, man, did we log some hours into those FIFA games and... Uh, Pro clubs is so fun to play with other people. You just get so into the game and, like, your teamwork. And I, I'm actually going to get FIFA 15 for the Xbox One because Jeff's getting an Xbox One. Uh-huh. So I'm looking forward to getting the club back up and running because I've been, been uh, lacking that right now on PS4 because they all still just have the 360. Yeah. Um, And I miss it. Yeah. It's just so fun to play with other people and just compete against other teams. And you kind of get these rivalries built up and, like just progressing through the team ladders and oh, great times nice is great it times. what about billy see he's gonna upgrade to a one at some point okay yeah gotcha but 
I don't know when. Probably not before FIFA 15 comes out. I doubt it. Jeff just got a new job in Washington, D.C., so he's going to have some cash coming in. Nice. Good for him. Yeah. All right. Uh, my number two is Borderlands 2, released in 2012, developed by Gearbox for PC, 360, and PS3. Uh, I'm a huge Borderlands fan, and it was designed for playing with your friends mm-hmm. again with the with the four different character classes for and all the all the loot and stuff and 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 rating for bosses you know it, it, it was really designed to be played with friends i i haven't played it a ton with friends actually i've played it mostly by myself but the the times that i did play with friends it was it was amazing so borderlands 2 great co-op game so. oh yeah that was my number two will Number one. My number one is Super Smash Brothers. Um, particularly, I played the most of Melee and Brawl, but nothing's better than sitting on a couch with three other friends and duking it out with Nintendo's mascots, basically. I mm-hmm. uh, spent so much time playing that game. Probably have had very... I've had a lot of competitive matches with friends uh, during that. So, And the new one's coming out soon, and I can't wait for it. It's going to be so much fun. Nice. So yeah, I'm looking forward to the new Smash Brothers too. It's to the point where I'm buying the 3DS and the Wii U version because yeah. I want to play it so bad. I'm so, gonna try and give it a fair shake. I really hope you like it because I think it'd be a lot of fun if it's just ever... I don't know, man. I can't. It just feels like every character has like three moves to me. Mm-hmm. I can see that, and like how you would think of that at least. I yeah. don't know. I just I never realized how technical it was until I watched the tournament. And all the all the strategies that different people have, and like it was really hard to tell when I watched the the tournament at E three. Uh, it was it was hard to tell like when there was four people on screen at the same time because it was it was kind of chaos. But when it was yeah. just when it was just two people duking it out, like it, it was really technical, and I was very surprised because I I was always kind of just a button masher. I would have one or two go to moves, and right. then and Me then I would too. just mash buttons, and that's why I didn't like it, right. Yeah, like, the more you play it, like, me and my one friend are really competitive. Like, this, like me, we've played this game our whole lives because we've been friends since kindergarten. So, like, we have, like, our go-to characters. Like, our Falco versus Game & Watch and Ness versus Lucas matches are probably our two best ones. Uh-huh. And, like, a lot of it is, like, I play pretty defensively. So, like, when I'm Ness, like, I have I, I use my shield a lot. And, yeah. like, I use my one thing to absorb uh, damage and heal myself. So, that, like, that's how he play. Like, I play. And he's, like, aggressive and tries to go after me and beat me. So, like, I, we do a lot of dodging and rolling and stuff like that. And we have really long matches that it draws out because, like, we both play kind of technically right and you know i'm and there's a lot of people who button mash too and that's you know that's fine that's it's can be played both ways yeah it's not if you're playing against someone that knows what they're doing though button mashing does not not work that works so well yeah not unless uh, you're using <laughs> harang and right there's there's some games where button mashing is a valid strategy but uh smash brothers is is generally not one of them yeah because then because you get the guy who knows what he's doing and like tries to he pulls off all the like the jerk moves like yeah. there's one where like you hit somebody off the edge you jump off the thing it's called edge hogging and you hold onto the edge and when they come up to you know grab onto it you they can't they can't grab onto it right. so they just fall to their death like that's a a cheap move to use on a, a new person that yeah. will turn them off from it because it's kind of mean yeah <laughs> and cruel but yeah there's stuff like that and it's a there, lot of fun there there's no blue shell in in smash brothers <laughs> you know uh the the equalizer the, yeah, the closest thing to that is the final smash, but even the person who's probably the best player is going to get it anyway. Yeah. But, uh, yeah, can't wait for the new one. It's going to be awesome. Okay. Eric, number one. Number one has already been mentioned, actually. Gears of War 3. Oh, gotcha. Horde mode. 
Uh, that was yeah, good times. Specifically, that one time that you were talking about was so fun. Yeah. That was in the hotel map, right? Yes. Yeah, we were on the hotel map. Did we? I don't think we ended up beating it. I think I had to leave. Yeah. Because it was like 2 o'clock in the it morning or 2.30, and I was like, I got to go to bed. Yeah, things were just going our way, and it just kept getting later and later. But that map specifically was so good yeah and then you'd get those giant like boss waves and the guy would come in the map or into the actual hotel instead of outside it yeah and he was too big to fit in there kind of and it looked so weird but it was awesome because you were like freaking out like fuck like there's nowhere to go yeah oh man that was so fun it took skill and strategy because you'd have to set up all the all the traps and the yeah wasn't there like guns and stuff there was yeah there was turrets to set up and um yeah like you're saying like kind of defense mechanisms and you'd have to spend your i don't know what the currency was if it was like experience points or something to put into those so you had to kind of choose which ones to put up and you had to do it quickly before the next wave started and you had to plot all that out with the people you're playing and uh where to start you know for the next wave and oh just so good it was good so good that was a good game it was a good game yeah that's actually one of the ones i beat it's the only gears i ever played it was the best one, yeah, too, yeah, which, was, which was good. Yeah. Okay. Uh, my number one game, best favorite co-op game of all time, Rayman Legends. Yeah. I figured it would be. Uh, yeah, my game of the year from last year because of the the amazing co-op uh, released in 2013, developed by Ubisoft Montpelier for the Wii U, PC, PS3, and 4, and Xbox 360, and it's on the Xbox One, too, I think, right? Yep, yep. Uh, and Vita. Yeah, and really, uh, the, the Rayman Legends is what got me back into, like, playing couch co-op games. I hadn't really played anything like that for a while, and, you know, specifically playing them with my with my wife. Uh, just the, the, the teamwork that it took, uh, because the, uh, spe- specifically on the Wii U, the, the, the player had such control over Murphy on the gamepad, and, and the teamwork it took to, uh, you know, help, help you in, in, in the different levels and stuff. It was, it was just so much fun to play. And it, it's probably the best platformer I've played in a really long time. Oh, yeah. Uh, I was always a Mario guy, but after playing Rayman, I was like, Mario, was, it's slow. Yeah. Compared to, uh, Rayman was a little more like, like Super Meat Boy. Uh, and the and the speed that you needed and and timing and stuff was was a lot more important than in, than in Mario. Mario's more about like patience, and and accuracy and and Rayman was was all about rhythm and and speed, speed. and reflexes and stuff. And I I just absolutely loved Rayman Legends. Um, so that was my number one co op game of all of all time. Solid pick. Yeah, I loved that game. I should we should fire it up again. We still have it. Man, I want I, I want to play with somebody on the PC, but I don't think anybody. No, I was gonna get it. What do you the... have that for? Wii U. Ooh, can I borrow that and play it on Will's Wii? U? Yeah, yeah, we're not gonna play it. I should. It's fun. <laughs> my buddy came over yesterday to watch the World Cup game. He goes, "I don't know, you got a Wii U?" It's like I didn't. I stole my friends. <laughs> <laughs> I stole. <laughs> I've got some honorable mentions. Okay, yeah, let's hear them. Special recognition, I should say, is how I worded it here. I, I added Nazi zombies onto my list. Um, I had put Baldur's Gate Dark Alliance on here, but what I meant was Gauntlet Legends. Oh, gotcha. You mentioning Gauntlet made me remember. That was for N64, right? Yeah, it Me was. and Jared and Graham played through that in a day, and I just remember doing that, and it was so fun. Yeah. Jared was on our last episode, or Tomodachi Life. Tamagotchi Life. And then we have an and episode couple, with Graham, yeah. Man, the Myth, the Legend. Way back in the day where you can barely hear him because he yeah. talks so quiet. 
early days. Yep. Um, I wasn't sure. Like, would EverQuest count? I think some people have put MMORPGs on there. Okay, I put EverQuest on there. You yeah. said really enjoy playing that with you guys. It's yep. just however you justify it, honestly. Yeah. yeah. I mean, we sat together in your living room for a week straight and played. Yeah. That was co-op. Yeah. yeah. We helped Kyle get his J-boots while he didn't wipe his dirty It was bot. It was me getting the J-boots. Was it you getting the J-boots? Yeah. J-boots. Okay. Because Kyle had a high-level uh, mage of some sort. Okay. And uh, he... We actually did a kill steal. Yes, because some people were camped out on the, some giant that we needed to kill yeah. on an uh, island. I think. Yeah, it was in the Ocean of Tears. <laughs> I remember. <laughs> I remember that, and and they were camped out waiting for the spawn. Yeah, uh, and me, me and Kyle were were seemingly like we were going to wait till after they got the spawn, but as soon as it spawned, they started attacking it. But Kyle was such a high level that he attacked it and did all the damage to it, <laughs> and we we did a kill steal and, and then took off. Kill stealing is great, isn't uh, it? I don't think you can, you can't really do it anymore. That was no, in the wild days of MMORPGs. Oh yeah, I remember so. Corey stealing gear from people who dropped. Corey was a ninja looter. Yeah, ninja looter. Um, yeah, but that, and I remember going to Polydol Caverns and, and doing shit in there. So, yeah. Um, Battlefield, I wrote kinda because it is a competitive online shooter, but it's at its best when you play co-op with friends. Uh-huh. It doesn't have to be friends, but if you find a group that will work together, that's when Battlefield is at its best, in my opinion, and that's what I like about it. Um, Tiger Woods Golf, which did we play together? Yeah, for on the Wii? Wii. Yeah. That was awesome on yep. Wii. That's good times. Minecraft, uh, I put on here more for other people that are more creative than I am. <laughs> right. But I imagine that if I was more creative, it would be fun to play with other people. Will, Will and I had fun building the house on the beach. That ended up catching on fire. Yeah. Um, and then I put Borderlands 2, which I have never played with another person, but I always want to. Yeah. So <laughs> that's why I put that on here. Uh-huh. But yeah. Okay. What that's you my got special recognition. Special mentions, Will. Uh, NHL is one. I thought about putting NHL. If, honestly, if I hadn't just gone to Warp Tour, that'd probably be my number five. But, uh, you know, I was feeling more rock band in this, this one. Uh, and then I had Borderlands, Gears of War, which we talked about. Then I had Torchlight and Diablo. Uh, those are both very solid games. And mm-hmm. then I had Super Mario 3D World. If you listen to, I don't remember what episode it was, around Christmas, though. Uh, me and Corey played Super Mario 3D World and beat it, and we talked about how competitive it was because they have, like, the little things, like, trying to get higher up on the flag to get more points and stuff like that and the whole crown element and who's the leader. Uh, and I, you know, me and Corey were pretty much cheating to be able to get the most points and stuff like that, so. Doesn't sound like you guys. <laughs> That's t- that's me and Corey down to a T. Yeah. <laughs> Competing and cheating and stuff like that. But, uh, well, that sounded worse. <laughs> so <laughs> Willie's like, oh, this is, we're great. <laughs> <laughs> but, uh, anyway, it was a lot of fun nice. doing that. Okay. Oh, shit. <laughs> Anything else? That's all I had. All right, let's go over our list real quick again, and then we'll take a break. Will. My uh, number five through one. My number five is Rock Band. Number four is Castle Crashers. Three is Terraria. Two is Nazi Zombies, and one is Super Smash Brothers. Five Terraria. Four new Super Mario Brothers Wii uh, Journey at three. FIFA Co-op Seasons and Pro Clubs at two, and Gears of War three Horde Mode at one. Uh-huh. Um, for me, number five is Gauntlet. Number four is Monaco. Number three, Gears of War three, specifically Horde Mode. Uh, number two is Borderlands 2, and number one is Rayman Legends. So that's our list. I'm going to try to coax Corey to, for, for next week's episode to maybe list off his top five co-op games. Uh, hopefully he'll he'll comply. We're going to take a quick break and be back with, 
let's see what we played and probably feedback and roundtable right after this. Welcome back, everybody, to episode 155 of the Thumbstick Athletes podcast. We are now in what we played. Eric, why don't you get us started? I will do that. Uh, the only new thing to me that I played was Hearthstone. Uh, after Corey had been talking about it for for quite a while now, and there was there was talk of us doing an episode soon, um, so I fired that up, and uh, I really enjoy Hearthstone. I played through all the practice rounds, which you have to do to unlock all the heroes. Um, so there's warrior, shaman, rogue, paladin, hunter, druid, priest, mage, and warlock. So those are the basic decks that you can start with, and then each deck has neutral cards that can be used in any of them, and then they have class specific cards. That you unlock. Um, I really like Hearthstone a lot. It's it, like Corey said. Apparently, Blizzard people don't like it when you say it's like magic, but it, it is like magic. It's magic light for like the layman person like myself. <laughs> um, it doesn't take too much thought. The cards are pretty straightforward. Um, but yeah, it's it's really fun. The games only take. I, I guess it depends, but I would say on average like 10, 15 minutes for the most part. Like I, I've I've played three online matches. I got beat all three times. A couple of them were really bad. Just got my ass kicked. I'm still trying to build my decks up right now. Corey said he uses a warrior deck, so that's what I've been trying to use. I'm probably not going to stick with that. I'm thinking I'm going to go with Paladin. I don't know. I'm kind of too far, or not not far enough in to really make that decision. But uh, I like the Paladin because he can heal also. Um, He gets a lot of healing cards. The, The warrior... Each of the hero has its own skill that costs two mana to use. And the Warriors is nice because it, it gives him armor. And that, it gives him two armor. So every time you use it, it adds two more armor on. And in order to get hit, the opponent has to take that armor down first. So it's almost just like having extra hit points. Gotcha. Which is nice. But, uh, like, some of them will put, like, a 1-1 one, one card out, a summon card, um... That's what the Paladin does. Summons a 1-1 one, one recruit. Mm-hmm. But it's just different stuff like that, and I don't know. I really like it. It, does, it doesn't take a lot of thought. It's just something you can get into and get out of. And I, I think if I get good at it and build a good deck up, the tournaments that Corey talks about would be good times. Yeah, yeah. definitely. I could definitely see myself spending actual cash on packs. Really? really? dangerous. <laughs> nice. It's kind of expensive. Are they? Yeah. I haven't done it yet. I've okay. only used coins that I've unlocked, but... Uh, I don't know. I'd like to beat Corey one day. Yeah, that's, that's always that's my right. goal in anything. <laughs> right. Really, is to beat beat Corey. Right. Anything. Yeah. Anything strategic. <laughs> no, just anything. Oh, anything. Yeah. But well, uh, the strategic's a bonus because that's what he's good at. Yeah. So yeah, I don't fancy myself a very strategic game player, and I think Corey is. So I, yeah, like Will said, anytime you can beat him at strategy, I think I'll funnel money to you so you can beat him. <laughs> <laughs> appreciate it. Yeah, no problem. But, uh, yeah, I definitely recommend Hearthstone. It's a good time. I want to play Tito. i got to get his name on here. I know he plays uh, Tito in L.A. I don't know if any of other our other listeners play it or Pro- not. Probably. Let us know if you do. Yeah, I'd like to get, to get some practice and some pointers if you have any. But uh, really good stuff so far. I think tentatively doing our episode on that next week, hopefully. So, uh-huh. yeah, I really enjoy it. Okay. Did you play anything else? Just more FIFA. Been playing uh, World Cup Ultimate Team, and I did some seasons today. Played with Arsenal again to celebrate my our new signing. But uh, very nice. 
I think other than that, that's all I played. Oh, wait, I did try Max Curse of Brotherhood. Oh, It was gotcha. a free game on Xbox One. I played it for about 30 minutes, turned it off, and deleted it. Not, not a fan. Not a fan. It's just not... I was doing well with it until they introduced a skill that you have to use during the game, and I got so frustrated already that I was like, ah, fuck this, I'm yeah. not going to screw around no, with it. No time for it. No, he has like a magic pen that he can draw lines with and then erase stuff with, and it was frustrating. So I was like, I'm never going to play this again. Got rid of it. Gotcha. Max the Curse Brotherhood, was it? Curse of Brotherhood. The Curse of the Brotherhood? I think it's just Curse of Brotherhood. Okay. Because the story is his brother gets taken by monsters, and he has to go get him back. Okay. He, because he wishes that his brother would get taken. It's uh, kind of like in Home Alone where he wishes his family would disappear, yep, and then and they, they do. do. It's like that. <laughs> nice. Yeah. Okay. What about you, Will? What'd you play? I played very little. I played a couple matches of Plants vs. Zombies Garden Warfare. It's still probably the most fun shooter that I've played within the last, like, I don't know, year and a half at this point. I can't wait to get that. Yeah, that's fun. I can't wait to get it for PS4 uh, as well, so I can play with more people. Gimli. Gimli, come on. So yeah, I I can play with more uh, more people, but, uh... So I played a couple. I did a couple matches of that, and uh, played more Wildstar. My Wildstar is a very fun game. I'm enjoying my time with it. I think I'm level 14 or 15 now. So yeah, I'm starting to get up there and level a little bit, and uh, that's about it. Nice. Yeah. Okay. Uh, as you know, I'm I'm kind of an in video game funk right now. So I didn't. I actually maybe Sunday night or Monday night. I bounced around. I played a couple different games, just trying to trying to get something to to. Stick? Grab me. Uh, but not, nothing ended up uh, grabbing me, really. I did try Resogun, because I, oh. pl- I haven't played in quite a while. I saw you played that. Yeah, and there was uh, there was an update, which allowed you to like create and download ships. So I was like, I'll give that a try. Because I, I moved my PlayStation down here onto my old, TV, old LCD TV over there. So I wanted to see how it looked to make sure it looked okay. Because I'm debating on whether or not I want to get a, a, a new tv for down here for specifically for the playstation so uh but but anyway i i, I fired up resogun because that's you know i didn't want to try anything new i just wanted to you know jump in for a few minutes but i downloaded uh an x-wing starfighter from star wars yes cool. and i downloaded the planet express ship from futurama to play on resogun which is really cool nice um and you know resogun it's a good game it's a fun game uh, it never takes me very long i always end up dying pretty quickly it's kind of hard. It, yeah, it's hard. But I'm not very good at those games, so it's harder for me. Part I'm of my problem was I didn't remember what any of the buttons did. I'm I still bitter that I was one human away from perfect. Yeah. Remember that? Do you still have the high score, that one high score that you did? Is it still up, still standing? I It wasn't the high score, but I was in the top. Yeah. Pretty high up there. Yeah. I, I don't know if it still is or not. Probably not. I'll have to check. I'm sure people have... You know, figured out different stuff to do and combos yeah. and all that shit. But uh, I'm still bitter that I missed that one human. Yeah. Good game though. Oh yeah. It's, oh yeah. It's it's fun. Uh, the only other thing, I, and this is the only game I've been able to bring myself to play, uh, is Mario Kart 8, which I still played a ton of. I wanted to have my total hours uh, put into Mario Kart 8, but I, I forgot to look on the Wii U activity log. But it's probably about 50. Oh, wow. 50 hours I've played Mario Kart. I'm still trying to three-star all the tracks. I'm on the maybe Star Cup. The last cup on 150cc that uh, from the new tracks for the game. So okay. I think it's a Star Cup. Having any issues? Yes. Which track? 
Um, Rainbow Road. Oh God, I I can pretty consistently get first on the the three leading up to it, um, but then I get to Rainbow Road and it just all falls apart for some reason. There's this, uh, sorry, there's this one turn. It's like in the towards the beginning that I always drift off of, yeah. and I can't for whatever reason get past it. Yeah, there's a couple in that map. It's, yeah, frust- fuck with you. it's frustrating. It, it, it's a lot harder than the old Rainbow Road, the Nintendo 64 Rainbow Road remake. Yeah. Um, just because it's a lot more narrow. And I, I fall off way more than I should. Yeah. Plus, you get just crushed by everything, you know? Every, everyone seems to be gunning for you. Everything in it, sight. Especially because you finished first the first three races, you know? I remember so. reading an article like a while ago that, like, the. Nintendo developers for the game made it so the better you do, the more chances you're going to get hit by stuff. I could see that. Especially on 150cc. Feels yeah. that way. Yeah. Yeah. I, I've noticed that, and it's frustrating. Yeah. But you got you to gotta play defense. Oh, yeah. It's, you know, it's not easy when you get freaking coins. <laughs> I hate getting coins so Nothing much. Nothing pisses you off worse. Because uh, you're in first, you know, you, at least if you got a banana peel, you could put it behind you and block maybe a green shell mm-hmm. or a red shell. Um, but you get freaking coins and they don't help you at all. And you already have ten of them. You've already got ten coins, right? Uh, so that's the only thing I've I've really played a lot of still, and I'm still absolutely loving it. As frustrating as it is, um, I haven't played online. I've just been trying to three star everything, and you know I probably play hour hour and a half a day. I'd have to say. Uh huh. Um, awesome game. Yeah. Awesome. It really is. So, yeah, it was. It's a good purchase if you're on the fence about a Wii U and you're a Mario Kart fan. It's a no-brainer. It's worth it, especially yeah. with everything that's going to be coming yep, out. Yeah, yeah. There's, there's starting in the in the fall. There's going to be some some good Wii U stuff coming out. So, and there's already a few a few good games that are out for it. So, and you can find them sometimes for like two hundred bucks. So you yeah. can't go wrong with that. All right. Well, we'll get into feedback now. Let me call it up here. Does anyone have a round table? I had a couple things that I wanted to do, but uh, I want Corey to be here for mm-hmm. the for the ones that we, you know, for the ones that we're going to talk about. Right. So I kind of a question Cause, that cause, you guys can answer if you want. Okay. Yeah, we'll do that because because a lot of it is because Corey a lot of times has the devil's advocate opinion on things. So yeah, yeah, I, I always like to have him here for those. Sure does because we all agree. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> generally, every time. generally generally Corey, and yeah Corey does too i think to an extent but he always likes to bring up the devil's advocate just to, even if he doesn't believe it right just just to further the discussion mm-hmm. and make us angry and make us angry yes uh okay so twitter uh real big kong idaho jake says if the beta brings me deep i might just buy the 150 dollar destiny ghost edition did anyone see what was in that no but let me look okay um, I, the only collector's edition I've thought about getting is the Witcher three one with the statue of, of Geralt fighting the dragon. But I, I don't know what's in the, in the destiny one. I know one of them comes with like, you know, the little ghost light that helps you. Yeah. It opens doors. One of them comes with like a replica of that. It's probably that one. It's probably, yeah. The, the, the ghost edition. Yeah. That's of course cool. it's in a video. Um, Maybe maybe look on Amazon. I think it oh, has yeah. it'll have a list of, of what, yeah. what comes with it. Right. I used to actually always get like collector's editions for games and stuff when I had more disposable income. Yeah, but now that was also too when I only bought 
five or six games a year, you know, and I would just play those games repeatedly. Uh, now, because I play so many games, it's it's a bigger expense, and um, I don't have the time to play games over and over again like I used to. So, I, which is a good thing. Yeah, I'm getting a lot more variety in my uh, gaming play, routine. Play, yeah, playing. I was gonna say, how many games a year do you think we buy? It's a lot now. Yeah. Like I said, I used to only buy five or six games in a year, and I would just play them over and over again. Now it's at least quadruple that. Oh, yeah. I would, yeah. I mean, I'm probably getting. Did he say what that uh, was called, that uh, edition? Destiny Ghost, Ghost Edition. Ghost Edition. Okay, so I've got the limited edition because that one is more expensive than the one he's talking uh-huh. about. Limited edition comes with a steel book case and game disc, Guardian Folio, which I'm not really sure what that is. Arms and Armament Field Guide um, with Weapons and Armor, Postcards from the Golden Age, Antique Star Chart, Expansion Pass, and Digital Content. Um, Let me look up the Ghost Edition. Ghost Edition. That's got to be... Yeah, it must have come with the Ghost. Yeah. Okay. Comes in a pretty cool case. Tell you that. That's worth it. If you've got the space, like, you know, if you got, like, a man's room... If you got the dough... First of all, <laughs> and the dough. I don't. Um, if I wasn't getting so much stuff this fall, I would consider yeah, exactly. it. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, so that comes with the ghost replica, which is pictured on Amazon if you want to see it, or probably anywhere you look. Um, and then I think it just comes with all the other stuff that I mentioned for the collector's edition. Yep. But it's 150 bucks. Mm-hmm. The other one didn't have a price on it. And neither does this one, actually. Not on Amazon, at least. The pr- it's probably because they're not, they don't have any. Yeah, it says sign up to be notified when it becomes available. Yeah, because I think yesterday on Kotaku's daily deals, they they're like they Amazon has them get them quick because they sell out. Oh, so maybe I need the limited edition. I wonder how much that is. Pro- I would guess a hundred. Nah, I don't need that. No, because that's just the steel book, right? I think that one's like seventy. It comes with some extra shit. Yeah, I think it's only seventy for that one. I might get that. That's worth it. That's my. I loved it. Cause that, I loved well, and that's a game that you're not going to just trade in after, No, you know, after a couple weeks of playing it, you know. Mm-hmm. That's one that you could always bounce back to. They're going to be adding more content and stuff later mm-hmm. on. So, But that's awesome. If you, Yeah. Uh, the beta starts, what, ne- is it next Friday? 17th. Yeah. Yeah, I don't know what day that is. So, no, that's Thursday. It's Thursday. So next Thursday. I'm looking nice. forward to it. I really hope I haven't seen anywhere. I ho- I hope you get to transfer your character. I haven't seen anything either. I'm gonna look up my schedule. I need to know if I work that day. <laughs> uh, okay, from Ryan in Iowa, who says, "Holy cow, mad props to Corey uh, for a shout out on the Puck Podcast, and good on you, sir, for getting all their merchandise." That was Corey had a Puck Puck Podcast what shirt for supporting their Kickstarter. He got shirt and pants. Yeah, the Kickstarter they did was. Uh, for them to go to the NHL draft. So if you donated to their Kickstarter, they gave you a bunch of free merchandise from their show. And he contributed, so that's nice. where he got the stuff. Very cool. Yeah? Very cool. And they're a good hockey podcast if you're into hockey, so. Yeah, I keep, th- I keep, I, I listened to it for a while, mm-hmm. um, but I'm, I'm in the audiobook stage now, so I haven't really listened to podcasts as much, but. Yeah. I should, I should resubscribe. Yeah. Uh, and then this is about No Man's Sky coming to PS4 in 2015. He says, I'll only believe it when I see it. Um, I think 
I've been watching the videos on GameSpot. I think they're a lot closer than they're even making it seem. I think so, too. And plus, they talked about how they're going to, you know, keep working on the game after it comes out. So, I think that it probably will come out next year, and they're going to keep tweaking it and doing whatever they do. But uh, They had initially tweeted that it was coming out for PC and PS4 this year. Um, I don't know if that was GameSpot slipping up. Probably or if that probably. was just a mis um, um, a miscommunication, I think it was probably miscommunication. Okay, I don't think it's that close. Yeah, because uh, it seemed like they had a lot of the game done that they're just bug testing right now. I watched the first two videos, mm-hmm. which was the first one was just like a background on Hello Games, and then the second one was some gameplay. Yeah, and stuff they're doing with it. Have you watched any of the other ones? I watched the third one yesterday. What was that about? Do you remember? No, it was cool, whatever it was. And then there was one that came out today that I haven't watched yet. But they're they're really well done videos. I uh, really like that guy, Sean. Yeah, Sean Murray. At uh, Hello Games. He seems yep. like a good dude. Yep. They all, the, the other dudes seem like good dudes, too. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> Sean's got a little weird charisma about him, though. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. You know? Like, uh, like an indie game, the movie, um, uh, Ed, Ed McMillan. Is that his name? The, the guys that did Super Meat Boy? Yeah. The bigger guy with the beard and glasses? Yeah. yeah. Like him. Yeah. He's, he, cool he's got like a nerdy <laughs> yeah. uh, uh, game developer charm to him. You know, the the artistic yeah. whatever. Charisma. So the third video that came out yesterday was titled The Biggest Game World Ever Created. Okay. Yeah. That's where they talk about the like algorithm kind of a little bit behind the game. Okay. It's very cool. One that came out today was How Does No Man's Sky's Universe Actually Work? Yeah. I had to check those out. Yeah, they're really good. Uh, you know, they're very well shot. Whoever did the videos for it's Danny O'Dwyer from from GameSpot, um, who's who's an Irish guy with a sweet accent. Loves him some footy. <laughs> yes, he does love footy. Absolutely. I I uh, recently started following him on Twitter. I started me liking too. him from Giant Bomb. Yep, because he was too. on That's a, on a Giant Bomb episode. I was like, this this dude's awesome. So, uh, but yeah, he's the one that kind of narrates the, the videos and does the interviews with, with hello games. So yeah, uh, we're, I'm, I'm hoping that, uh, I really think it's, it's closer than even they are, are leading on to being done. But like I said, most of it's, most of it was the, the programming and the algorithm. They didn't have to do a lot of art assets and stuff. So, um, because it's all procedural, it's just the, you know, it's, it's numbers and math and, and science and stuff. And I think they. Seem to have a lot of that stuff done. It's mostly, I would guess, bug testing at this point. But I can't wait. That I, game is just... Honestly, I would drop everything and just play that. Yeah, I think so too. I could pro- I could see myself just buying that and skipping everything else yeah. this fall. Yeah. You know? I, me too. It's right up my alley. Because like you said, you're going to get out of it what you put into it. Yep. If you don't put the time into it, you're probably not going to like it that much. Yeah, if you're just jumping in expecting to be in some intense crazy action right away it's, it's prob- not prob- it probably not your game or find dinosaurs <laughs> well it all depends on what your what planet you're on what's yeah. on the on that planet oh yeah um man the game just it's it's making me salivate it looks so good yeah at the very least it's gonna look pretty yeah oh yeah okay moving on facebook uh this is from rachel who says let me get this closer uh, hey guys, I listened to the Mario Kart episode today, and I like Corey's point about how 
Uh, Mario Kart is a game that smart gamers can like, but it's also well-liked by Call of Duty bros and even people who don't typically play video games. Things designed for mass appeal usually stink, but there could be exceptions. It would be cool to hear you guys talk if there are any games you liked, current or from past systems that were good games, but also appealed to casual gamers or non-gamers. That's a good question. Uh, The thing that immediately came to my mind was Angry Birds. Yeah. Especially with my hate hatred for mobile gaming um i really i really enjoyed angry birds but i think it was also kind of it was new i guess when mobile gaming first kind of started getting big angry birds was the first like big mobile game i guess for me anyway um and then angry Birds space specifically also improved upon the angry birds formula by adding gravity and 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 lack of gravity in space so that's probably probably the biggest one for me I can't think of any like console or PC games that were like mat, you know, meant for the mass market that I really, really liked. I couldn't either. I, I was thinking about this and I couldn't think of anything off the top of my head that jumped out at me. Planet yeah. Horse. <laughs> Planet Horse. I don't know if Planet Horse was mass market meant for appeal. the mass media. Yeah, the mass appeal. Let's but get it out but, there, she, but she's right. Like a lot of uh, a lot of mass market stuff is is terrible because it's it's like designed for the lowest common denominator. You know. Uh-huh. And that's generally not good, but I, Nintendo, they just do something. I don't even know what it is, but it has mass market appeal, but it's also, it, it, maybe it's it's like Civ, and you can spend as much time as you want getting technical with things, but you can also just, like, play it. And Mario Kart does that because, you know, you me, like, I'm a technical racer. I like to take the, the best lines going into turns and stuff. Uh-huh. Um so I get a lot out of it for for that, but you know, if you just want to fling shells at people, you can you can do that too. I'm more too, like you, know? you when I play it, Dan. Yeah, a, a, a technical racer. Uh-huh. I try to make sure I hit all the boosts, and I try to get my my uh, uh, power slide, power slide yeah. speed burst and stuff, and 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 try to cut corners on tracks. You know, I'm a, a technical racer, so. But like I said, you can also just fling fling shells at people if you want to play it that way. Roy. What about you, Will? Can you think of anything like super mass market that? Not really. No. Okay. We'll, we'll have to ask Corey that. We'll save that one for next week. I'm also tired, so I'll have to think about that more. Yeah. But it, it's Angry Birds for me, and it's not something I typically typically would like. But um, it was. <laughs> I know, yeah. It was. Uh, you know, it was new, and it was a it was an actual game. Like you had to pay. What it was three bucks maybe yeah uh not any of this microtransaction candy crush saga bs <laughs> you know crush. microtransactions i think it's like that now there's a lot of microtransactions in angry birds but when it first came out you just you bought the game and you played it uh-huh. you know so so thanks for that rachel uh yeah i'll ask cory he's got to have something i'm sure he'll he'll come up with stuff and be like oh yeah there's that. Corey's are off the top of his head guy. Yeah, he is. Definitely. <laughs> I always have to look stuff up. I yeah, never I... remember anything. Uh, Idaho Jake says, hey guys, sorry I'll miss the live stream because I will be at work, but just off the fly, my top four co-ops are Borderlands, Defiance, Borderlands 2, and I'm calling it early, but Destiny. Uh, speaking of Destiny, my birthday is Saturday, and I'm planning on getting the $150 Ghost Edition. I'm going to upgrade my pre-order, and if I do it right, I will trade in Watch Dogs, and I only have to pay around $60 out of pocket. I bought a game on Xbox Live called How to Survive, and I think it's a game Will would like. 
a zombie survival game. You can create your own weapons and armor. To survive, all you, to survive, you have to eat, drink, and sleep. The view is like Diablo, but is it a it is it is a pretty fun game. Somehow Steam got me to buy two games, Gothic Three and and Enslave. If anyone anyone is interested, Walking Dead season one and two are free on Android, and I was planning on playing and beating them. Well, that's it for me. And Brazil sucks, and I hope Messi gets his cup. <laughs> you know, just before I forget. Uh, Steam is, I kind of equate it with Barnes & Noble for me. Mm-hmm. When I go into it, I want to buy everything there. Yeah. And then when I leave, I'll never use it. Yeah. <laughs> Barnes & Noble, you go in, you want to buy a ton of books. Exactly. You get them home and you're never going to read them. Never. Uh, yeah. Steam, I might play one or two. But for the most part, I have all these like games. I'm probably never going to play them. Would, do you think you'd play them if you had a better computer setup? No. No? <laughs> no, I don't. Okay. But. Yeah. What do you have? Borderlands, Borderlands 2, Defiance, and Destiny? Destiny, yep. I think Destiny is a strong possibility of making its way onto that Top list. Top co-op. Yeah. yeah. We'll, we'll have to set up times where we can all play it together. We really do that's have the to hard, do that. That's the hard part. Because I only played video games starting at like 10 at night. I know. <laughs> and I'm like, at 10, like last night I was in bed at 9.30. Wow. Yeah, it's me too. I actually started watching a new TV show last night I meant to mention. I'll wait till next week when Corey's here. Okay. You may have seen it. I couldn't tell you the last time I went to bed at 9.30. I didn't feel good either, though. Oh, gotcha. But I usually, unless I'm working, probably 10 o'clock, 10.30. I usually, now that I'm at work, I go to bed at midnight, which is early for me. Yeah. Otherwise, it's 2 or 2.30. <laughs> How do you do that? Eh. I used to. My yeah. body's not in that clock right now yeah see i'm i'm in the i five hours of sleep is like enough for me right now that's that's about all i get it used to be for me but my girlfriend changed my my body's clock it's better for you to get you're supposed <laughs> you should get like seven hours i get least. seven usually yeah seven, that's, that's what you're supposed to get okay so thanks for that jake uh that's that it? that's feedback so thanks ryan and rachel and jake um Will, you had a question you wanted to ask, right? Yeah, kind of a question on what I should do next for my gaming. Um, I'm starting to, you know, be able to play more games because I'm getting more time. So one thing I need to do is get through my backlog. But uh, also, there's something that me and Corey have talked about doing multiple times, but now I kind of really want to do it, is play through most of the Final Fantasy games, like 1 through 8, on a playthrough. Uh, it's something I've really wanted to do for a long time. I was wondering, should I? Which one should I do? Backlog. See, the thing is, I don't know if I'm actually going to want to play any of those games. Well, then it shouldn't be one of your options. I don't know. I just want to play Final Fantasy more right well, now. Then I guess you should just do that. <laughs> but it sounds like should, you've answered your own question but in should your I, head. But I feel, also feel like I should do my backlog. I I'm thinking for the podcast, you should do your backlog. Backlog. Right. Because everybody's probably played the Final Fantasy stuff. Yeah. What? I don't know what's in your backlog. See, but. I haven't, well, Child of Light, Wolfenstein, Mirrored Soul Suspect, both The Witchers. You should. Pl- have you played The Witchers? No. You should play those. There's a bunch of other games that I really want to play. I can't think of all of them. You should you'll still you, get that, like, fantasy world. Yeah. You should start The Witcher now. Yeah. That'll uh, take and, me a while. Yeah, because it's like I think it's like 50 hours, so okay. you should just play it a little bit at a time. Both Dragon Ages, yeah. too. Yeah, I, yeah, I think th- you should do that. I gotta get through Dragon Age. My vote is Witcher and Dragon Age. Witcher and Dragon Age. Alright, yeah, maybe I'll start that. I gotta figure out, um, get a, or I gotta make sure my controller is all set up. Is there, like, something I can look up online to map out the controls for games on the PS4 controller? 
Because I don't. I wanna... think it just sets up. It sets it up so it's like a Xbox 360 controller. That's kind of a pain, though. Yeah. Well, it just it's it. I don't have the controller with me, but it's just it's the same like buttons. Well, yeah, because like they'll say press A, and I don't. Remember. You should just get a wired 360 controller. They're like 30 bucks. Yeah, I know I should, but like, I really like the PlayStation 4 yeah, controller. Yeah, I, I understand that. The PlayStation playing Resogun, I was like, man, this controller's nice. Yeah, it's really nice. I had my buddy Jeff over, who's always been an Xbox gamer. He came over yesterday to play FIFA with me and watch the World Cup, and he 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 said he feels like it's too wide. I could see that. It does feel wider than the DualShock Three, yeah. but I don't think it is. I think it just seems that know, way. Yeah. Yeah, I don't know. I love it. Yeah. It's my favorite game controller. Yeah. Uh, after using, like, I don't know if this is because this one's old, but it just feels a lot more tight than yeah. even the 360 controller, which was my put favorite together and, yeah. like, kind of compact and, and not heavy-duty, but durable, yeah. I guess, aside from the ripping rubber and my fucking thumbsticks already. Yeah. I want to get some thumbstick covers. I, f- I think I read on Reddit that you can send it back and pay a small fee. Not gonna do that. To, <laughs> they probably have guards though. You they, could probably no. There's a something I follow on Twitter that makes like some pretty cool stuff. Okay. That I kind of want to get. Yeah. But I think they're, they're probably like twenty bucks. But they have like different ones for different kind of gaming. Oh, nice. I don't know if it makes a difference or not, but they, they've got different designs and looks kind of cool. I might check it out. Uh-huh. Yeah. Well, what one thing I try to do like when I get into my Obviously, I'm off my routine now, but I try to beat one backlog game per month. Okay. So, you know, whatever that is, I try to make sure it's not too long. If it's in the 10 to 15-hour range, that's fine. Yeah. Um, You know, I can't put a 50-hour game on my backlog. Um, But, yeah, I try to get through one backlog game a month. Sometimes I try to get through one indie game a month, especially if it's a five-hour game. Okay. uh, On top of what I normally play, you know. Obviously, I'm not going to do that this fall because – October. I'm, I'm buying like six games, I think. So, um, yeah. But that's usually what I try to do. Okay. Just just that's, to make sure I'm getting through my backlog a little bit. My October purchases are probably going to end up funding my Wii U. Oh yeah, you trade them in around Christmas time when you're done with them. Yeah, or the I, I'm thinking I might wait until. It depends how much I have to trade in. If I have enough to pay it off, then I'll do it. But if I don't, I might just wait till Zelda comes out. Right. Yeah, I've got, oh, seven games coming out in October that I'm buying. Or maybe if they put out a uh, Smash Brothers bundle. I'm sure they will. That. I'm sure they will. Because, you know, they did that with Mario Kart and, yeah. and Zelda Zelda HD. Yeah. Or Wind Waker HD, I should say. Okay. Any other thoughts? So you going with uh, Witcher then? Yeah, probably. All right. I, I still want to play Wildstar, too. That's the problem. But... Well, that just, can be your game that you play. I just need to stop being a queen and do it. And Witcher <laughs> on the side. Yeah. Just get just 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 do sink it. Sink your teeth in. Just I should in. take my own goddamn advice. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it's just, hard, man. When just you start playing funk. something. Yeah. Especially something that's that long. Yeah. You know. Yeah. I hear you. Yeah, I just gotta do it. All right. Well, I guess that'll do it for episode one fifty-five of the Thumbstick Athletes podcast. I'm your host, Dan. America. Well, Corey. Thank you for listening and get out of my basement. Hey, what's
I don't care.